oh wow, Marvel's going for it. And I don't know how people are going to feel about it, but I'm here for it. So let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Black Eat Cool. We're here talking about Falcon Winter Soldier, Episode 1, New World Order. Uh, yeah, the show is out. Falcon Winter Soldier is out. It has started. First episode. Not gonna lie, it's pretty good. But before we dive into it, go ahead and hit that like button. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that five stars. If you're listening to the audio version of this, definitely send us some feedback if you're listening to the audio version because that helps us with the algorithm. And hit us in the comments if you're listening to YouTube. But if you haven't watched this episode, I will be spoiling it. We're talking all the stuff in the episode, so go put this on pause. Go watch the episode because it's good. And then come back and listen to my reaction review to it. But without further ado, guys, let's dive in. Uh, we start out with Sam getting dressed. He's all fancy getting dressed and he's packing up the shield. And you hear a narrating of when Captain America came back and gave him the shield. And he's asking him, how does it feel? And he's like, it feels like it belongs to someone else. And Cap says, uh, but it doesn't. And we hear him narrating in his head. And then we, we switch to Sam. We learn later that that uh, scene is part of another scene where he goes to the Swistonium and dedicates his shield. But we'll get back to that. We switch to a scene where Sam is on a mission. And he's got to go uh, save this... Um, um, I forget what he was called. Some guy he's been uh, kind of captured, or uh, he—I don't know what he is. He got captured, but they're trying to save him. And Sam is got his Falcon suit on, and they tell him like, "Look, we can't be in Libyan airspace." And he's like, "Cool, and you gotta do this stealthily. We need you not to create a ruckus." And Sam. Super confident, casual, like, cool, I got it. And he jumps out of the plane and it's kind of reminiscent to when Cap jumped out of the plane. And um, Avengers 1, I think. Maybe he did it in um, Winter Soldier as well. But there's a point where he jumped out of the plane. But he looks super casual. And then you see Falcon's wings come out. I still love the suit. I love the suit. The Falcon suit is awesome. Him flying. We learned that his goggles have like a heads up display, which is understandable because his tech is made by Stark. So, of course, Stark going to put his little touches in there. But, yeah, Sam's flying up to the plane and he he lands on the plane in a really cool manner the way he does it. And it, it makes sense. With the aerodynamics and stuff, it, it seems plausible. And he is looking in the cockpit and he sees that one guy is dead. They're actually showing dead people in Marvel now. Like, dude got a bullet to the brain, so they they, they ghost him. Uh, but then the other guy that's took, taking over the plane kind of sees Sam. And Sam goes, oops, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, oh, come on, bro. You're supposed to be stealthy. What's going on? And the dude tells, oh, what's the dude from um, uh, Winter Soldier, the uh, 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 John, uh, what's his name? 
Oh, it was a little flipping dude that Cap fought in the beginning of Winter Soldier. He comes back. I forget his name. He has a character name. I totally blanked on it and didn't write it down. Uh, but he's back, and he tells the goose, like, stop playing. There's nobody up there. You're being stupid. So Sam ends up using Red Wing to open the bay doors. But he before he did that, he did this cool move where he flew off the plane and let the gust of wind take him and let his wings open up and fly him off of it. Looked really cool. I'm telling you, this first sequence is amazing. It is amazing. He uses Red Wing to open the door, flies into the plane, and starts throwing hands with these dudes. And I forgot that Sam is combat trained. He can fight. Um, he's not like super strong. But he can fight. He got hand-to-hand combat skills with no issues. And he putting in work. He uses his wings at one time as a shield because they start shooting at him. And then these guys end up getting flight suits and jumping out of the plane with the guy that Sam is supposed to be rescuing. They, and then Sam jumps out the plane. The way he jumps out the plane, he is so comfortable in the air. Like It is amazing to see how comfortable he is in the air. Uh, before he went on the mission, they were, he was told that, um, he would have a ground liaison named Taurus. I didn't know who Taurus was when I watched this. I'm going to be hundred percent with you. I found out by straw hat goofy on TikTok. Shout out to him. Cool dude. Does some awesome stuff on there. Go check him out. That Taurus is actually a character that becomes Falcon in the comics and actually is Sam sidekick. Not gonna lie to you, dude was kinda annoying at first when I when he was on the show. But as the episode went on, he grew on me. He's super young, so he's supposed to be the young guy and using all these young phrases that's like, come on, stop doing that. You're just being weird. Uh but I guess it's okay. But yeah, Sam's following these guys. And he is flying, and then he uses a, a jet booster that he has on his uh, pack, which I didn't know he had, which is really cool. It makes more sense, and it's awesome. These guys are flying through canyons and stuff, and we see that Sam is having a little bit of trouble because his wingspan is too wide, clipping on stuff. And then these helicopters pop up, and now he's fighting against these helicopters. They're shooting at him, using his jets, flying around. It is amazing. The guys literally float into the helicopter and they're about to get away. Sam attacks the helicopter and ends up throwing a bomb on the helicopter and it blows up. He does save a couple people, but one guy definitely dies. So Marvel is definitely okay with their heroes killing people now, or at least okay with showing it. Understandable, this is more of a buddy comedy action thing here so it kind of applies to those rules a little more they're okay with showing that these guys are killing people which i don't know how people are going to feel about it but i think it's it it's a gradual thing that they've done so they've slowly let people kill people so people might be okay with it i don't know let me know how you feel about that uh but sam does take some hits in his wingsuit or the, the little box where those wings come out. And it does malfunction. So he doesn't have the um, the jet propulsion of it. So he's still chasing these guys. Trying to capture the asset he's supposed to save. And 
Oh, when he did this move where he uh he was getting real close to uh Torres told him he was getting real close to Libyan airspace. He has to hurry up or break off before he can't go over Libyan airspace. He did this move where he pulls his wings in, flies through the helicopter, grabs a guy, and flies out and throws a bomb on the helicopter. So he's got bombs too. And the leaping guy, I forget his name, he does get away. One of the guys that from Winter Soldier, he does get away. I wish I knew that dude's name. I should have wrote it down. He does get away, though. So he's going to come back later in the series. But Sam gets the guy, saves the day, and ends the mission. Uh, not going to lie, this is this is, was an amazing little action scene, especially to kick off the show. Great way to kick off the show. Works so well. So we see Sam and Torres talking after the mission kind of it's not really a debrief but they're just chilling out and sam is fixing his suit he's working on it and i'm really glad they showed that he does this because he did this in the air force he he fixed stuff we know he can fix stuff i believe he said he actually made his wings at one point or at least helped in the making of his wings so that's very good to see and he all uh, he tells him like, yeah, I'm doing this because every time I let the government touch it, they mess something up. And I love that he's like, yeah, I'm not letting anybody touch my stuff no more. I got this, and I'm glad he's he's on top. And glad they showing my man's my brother fixing his stuff. But Taurus is talking to him, asking him about uh, the myth that Captain America is still alive and that he's supposed to be on the moon and Sam is like nah he's not on the moon dude that, that's not true uh, that's just some stuff on the internet you let that go but Taurus also tells him about Flag Smashers these group I seen he, he's using his phone like Pokemon Go <laughs> and he found their symbol and he's like yeah I've been hearing stuff about these guys on the internet I'm keeping the tabs on them um, and what they're doing and he, Sam's like cool let me know if you hear something, let me know. I got to go. Oh, I forgot. They show Sam uh, talking in Arabic. So, you know, my man's multilingual. Showing he got a lot of different shades to him. Do your thing, Sam. But he was like, I got to go. And he was like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to do some moon stuff. You know, joking with my mans. And that was the end of that uh, when he left. When we finally get to see Bucky. Bucky... It's a it's a it's a flashback, which I kind of knew immediately it was a flashback. Bucky has a flashback when he's the Winter Soldier and he's going to do an uh, assassination. Basically, he's he broke into this hotel, he murders this guy, and then there's this guy that is not a part of the murder that wasn't supposed to be murdered, innocent bystander, just in the wrong place, wrong time, trying to get into his um hotel room. And Bucky, as a Winter Soldier, shoots him because he, he saw too much. Dude was like, I, I, I didn't see anything. Trust me, I ain't going to say nothing. He was like, ah, you know how this game go. And he shot dude. So Bucky wakes up from that, and we see him lying on the floor. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, why is he lying on the floor? This is actually a callback from uh, Winter Soldier. No, uh, from the first time Sam and cat met when he was like you can't sleep in your bed because it's too soft like a marshmallow so you sleep on the floor because that's where you slept on the floor when you were overseas and stuff so that's what bucky's doing touche little detail once again my man straw hat pointing this out to him straw hat goofy go check him out on tiktok but yeah 
that's detail right there. Because I was like, why this man on the floor? You got a whole apartment. But that makes sense. You, you just don't feel the same. It's hard to sleep in it. I get that. The difference between Sam, I mean, difference between Bucky and Cap, though, Cap had those years taken away from him. So he doesn't, he's always still trying to fight. Bucky himself, he's just trying to get peace because he's he's been fighting for all these years. He's trying to get peace. So there's a difference in those two characters. I just thought I'd throw that in there. But uh, after Bucky wakes up, he goes to his therapist. His um, his therapist tells him, like, he's having this weird back and forth with his therapist. His therapist is trying to help him. He trying to get the help but he like look this is not what it is and she's like tell me about your nightmares he's like i ain't had no nightmares like i know you had nightmares this is why we here he's like look i ain't had no nightmares she's like well have you been doing the things i've been telling you to do and he's like yeah i'm trying to make sure i uh what did he say uh do all the steps that you told me and he showed he's crossing off people off of a list and one of the person on the list is a lady that he helped get into power while he was Winter Soldier and help her get some power. And now he's messing with her. And I don't know if he's messing with her, but he he got her caught by the police. He did some weird thing, but he, he has rules that he can't hurt people. He can't violate certain things. And he can't, um, something else. I forgot. I should have wrote it down. But yeah. And the therapist is like, okay, you did that. And uh, she's like, uh, you need to talk to somebody. Why are you still uh, ignoring Sam's calls? Because Sam's calling him, trying to get in talk to him. He's not talking to him. She took his phone. He's like, you have no numbers in your phone. You need to talk to somebody. <laughs> it was a nice little scene, but we also see him dealing with the pain of all the things he's done and trying to deal with that and move on. That's very strong to see. So that's going to be his kind of arc in this story. Which, yeah, you they got to talk about that. He been through a lot of stuff. But then we go to Sam at the Swissonium where he's giving away the shield. Uh, he made this awesome speech about symbols of hope, symbols of heroes. And it's not always the symbols, it's the people that are behind it. Very nice speech. I messed it up, but go listen to it. It's very nice speech. He puts it away, and we see Rhodey's there. Yes, Rhodey's there. Uh, War Machine himself, Don Chino. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like Sam talks to this. Uh, I don't know. He's I don't know who he is. He's a white dude. I'm just saying white dude because I forgot his name. He's like he's told Sam thanks for uh, turning in the shield. It was the right decision, which felt really you. It felt real racist. I'm going to say it. It felt real racist. Because he was like, you don't, it, the shield's not yours. Basically, that's what he felt like. And Rhodey peeped it. Rhodey was like, ooh, didn't like the way that came off. So, um, him and Rhodey start talking. You know, they joking around. He's like, hey, my nephew's got big since I came back from the blip. Because remember, Sam got snapped. He went away. He was like, they're so big. And my sister trying to take care of them. It's amazing. Rory's like, well, bring them by. I'll show them how to really fly. And they're going through the museum. And they're seeing all this Captain America uh, mementos and stuff. Like, you see Bucky. You see Cat back in the day. Pictures. And there's some other stuff. I'm, I should have paused it. I know there's some Easter egg stuff in there. So y'all let me know what y'all saw. But then uh, Rory's like, so why didn't you take the shield? And he's like... 
uh, it didn't belong to me. He was like, Cap gave you that shield for a reason. He was like, yeah, it just felt like somebody else's shield. He was like, man, that's your shield. But I, I, I understand, bro. Like, he really trying to tell him, like, look, you should take that shield. I don't know why you gave it to them, but they, it is what it is. But, yeah, even even Rhodey was like that. I don't think that was the right thing, but you're a grown man. I'm going to let you do what you got to do. <laughs> so that was that was pretty. Um, it, I don't know how many times you have Rhodey in. I don't know if he's going to suit up. I doubt he's going to suit up because he got his own series coming. But, yeah, that was, it was a pretty interesting moment. So then we got Bucky. Uh, walking down the street, we don't see him walking down the street, but we see these two people starting to argue, this young guy and this older Asian man, oh, and side note, the guy that Winter Soldier killed in that flashback, he was Asian, so it was, it, it, it's not the best timing right now with the things that are going on, uh, with all the, how should I say this, hate towards Asians and the terrible violence they're getting, um, it's horrible. People are terrible. Don't be doing that. We got to protect each other. Don't do that. Unfortunately, they had already shot all this stuff and they can't really take it out at this point. So they just let it let it work because it's part of the story. Um, hopefully people can understand that and don't see Marvel like pushing on hate or anything because that's not what I thought. Honestly, I didn't even think about it until after I finished the whole episode. Anyways, these two dudes is fighting. Uh, I, I'm gonna pronounce his name horrible. Yuri, Yuri, Yuri is the old Asian man that Bucky is friends with. He stops dude because dude is putting trash and stuff. He stops and he's like, "Hey, let's go to lunch. I'll buy." So they end up going to lunch, and instantly I realize this is old dude's dad. I instantly realize this is a dude Bucky killed back in the day's dad. Instantly. And he is kind of doing kind of a repenting thing, being friends with him and trying to help better his life to an extent, trying to deal with his guilt in this way. But they're at they're doing lunch. The old Asian dude gets him into gets him a date with this lady, Asian lady. Uh, I forgot her name. I, I feel bad calling her Asian lady, but I, I don't know her name. Uh, <laughs> and Bucky's like, hold on, man. You can't just jump into dates. I'm 136 years old. He just tells people he's 136. I, I, I preach that. But she does agree to go on a date with him. And he's like, dude, you can't be doing that. But then there's a moment where Yori, I think that's how you say his name, um, uh, I think that's how you say it. We're going to say Yori. I'm going to say why. We're going to say why because I'm, I'm butchering his name probably. Uh, why reminisces about his son and the fact that the way they say he died, it said that he was in the wrong place, wrong time, but he is not 100% sure and he will never know what really happened to his son. And that's like kind of the hardest thing. And I was like, man, that is that is not knowing what actually happened to your son is terrible. For a parent. And that hit me. Because I got kids. So that hit me hard. Oh that hit me hard. Whew. Let's take a moment. But. Um, then we go back to Sam. Going back home. To his uh, childhood home. Seeing his sisters and nephew. And like he was. He pulled up. I guess his sister runs a, a fishing boat. 
So he pulled up onto the docks and a couple people from the neighborhood was like, oh, Sam, you back. What's up? When you gonna let me use them wings? He was like, oh, you can't use them wings. You still owe me a hundred dollars. <laughs> this felt so real. This is so real. This is something like Anthony Mackie would say, so it felt real. He was like, oh, I got you. I'm, I'm going to hit you 50 in, in a couple weeks. Don't worry about it. But like him and his sister are arguing over selling their family's boat and their family home. And he has 50% ownership in it. And she's like, you just don't understand how it was for me to try to survive these five years with these kids and keep this business afloat. Um, while you were gone, it's very difficult. I'm not getting any help. And he's like, well, I'm here now. I'm going to help you, but this is our legacy. We can't just let this go. And I, I, I get him trying to hold on to the legacy. I, I totally understand that. So as black people, we don't have many legacies to hold on to. So we try to hold on to the ones we have, but she's like, look, um, this is this is a money suck right now. We need to let this go and move on. He's like, no, we're going to try to get a loan. We're going to do some stuff. And she's like, fine. And he's like, yes. So he's going to be working on um, a way to save the businesses and whatnot. Bucky goes on his date with the lady. Uh, it's a cute little date. You know, they get to know each other, blah, blah, this. And she starts talking about why. My man's, I can't say his name, right? Uh, and she was like, it's just so sad. We have, um, she hit this, this line that really hits hard. Um, she said, when, uh, uh. When uh, kids lose their parents, they become orphans. When a wife or a husband lose their significant other, they're a widow. But there's no term for parents who lose their children. And I was like, ooh, that hit me hard. Ooh, that hit me hard. It was playing Battleship at the time, too. But that hit me hard. Oh, I got a little teary-eyed. Of course, Bucky did, too. He ended up going back to Wise house and knocked on his door. And it feels like he was about to tell him what happened. And he see the shrine that Wise has for him in the corner and uh, for his son. And it's beautiful. And he, he doesn't tell him. He tells him, like, hey, I forgot to pay for lunch. Here you go. Um, I just wanted to make sure I get it to you and I'll see you later. And he's just torturing himself for something that he had no control of doing, but he realized he did. And that's going to be his heartbreaking story. It's really, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Whew. It's going to, that, that's the emotional side of this story. The other racial stuff. It's going to be difficult for other people. But the emotional side is going to be difficult for other people. But it's going to be... They're just doing good things right now. I'm loving this firing on really good cylinders. And there's nobody in here that who has necessary superpowers. Just yet. We're about to get to that. So, uh, Taurus has found uh, a Flag sh uh, Smasher event going on. So, he shows up to it. And they start handing out Flag Smasher... Uh, mass and this dude jumps out of a building with two duffel bags and lands superhero landing I no mind you add and then they say scatter so it's clearly a diversion so they can get away with this robbery they're doing and these other two girls grab it and uh, the main dude that jumped out the window a guy tried to stop him police officer stop him and he kicks him like 30 feet into a pole so this clearly has um 
unnatural human abilities. Like he's has some super strength or something. Torres, I don't know why he decided to do this because it was not the best move. Seeing he just kicked this dude, tried to arrest dude, and dude put beat him down, beat him so quickly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking though. He it, it was just not the best logic on that one. But um, he ends up getting beat and uh, knocked out. He passes out. Uh, dude didn't kill him though, so that's a surprise. But he get beat. And then we go to Sam at the bank with his sister working on trying to get the loan. And this one going to hit hard for some people. Some people going to see this. Other people not going to see this. It's going to go over their head. But I'm going to try to break it down for you. So they were there with the bank uh, manager or loan officer, whatever. And they're, and dude's like, you look very familiar. Did you play for LSU or uh, some other sports team? Are you an athlete? And, like, this is what this, he's a white man, I gotta say white man, because he's a white man, saying to Sam, and Sam's like, no, um, I'm Falcon. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's who you are, oh, now it makes sense, blah, blah, this. And his sister's like, yeah, he's Falcon, what about this loan? And he's like, oh, well, um, Sam, you haven't had any income in the last five years he was like yeah because i've been blipped <laughs> i was gone he was like well um since people have come back uh we've been tightening things up um with loans and such sorts because people you know haven't had financial records for this time and his sister goes yeah they always tighten it up around us and i was like oh hit him hard hit him hard and um sam it seems like he's trying to tell her to chill out and um, he's like, chill out. We still going to get it. Don't worry. I'm, I'm Falcon. And, Sam, and the uh, bank loaner's like, so I can't really do anything with this. Uh, unfortunately, you don't have enough collateral or something. And Sam was like, but why can't you help us out? And dude was like, wait, aren't you an Avenger? Don't you get paid? And Sam was like, well, we don't get paid. We um, hope people donate um, generously to us, but we don't have a paycheck. And he was like, huh, that's weird. And dude was like, uh, well, I can't help you with this loan. I apologize, but I can't do anything. But he was like, can I get a selfie with you, though? And it's, oh, it's real hard. It's real hard. It's, it's real hard. I mean... Some people might say it was like, well, he did, he was gone. That's why you don't have credit, blah, blah, this. But it's not that. We know what it is. But unfortunately, some people are not going to see that. But Marvel themselves are seeing it and putting it in this. Touche to them. I hope it doesn't upset too many people and hopefully open other people's eyes to some things. But only time will tell with that. So they didn't get the loan, so they're really upset with that. Sam's back at the boat trying to fix it. And then he gets a call from Taurus. Taurus tells him, like, hey, uh, I need you to go to a secure line. I need to talk to you. Taurus tells him about the Flag Smasher, shows him the video. Sam's like, um, he's like, uh, he asked him, he started to ask him something, and then he was like, Never mind. And Tor was like, What are you thinking? He was like, Um, no, don't worry about it. Just if you get any information, tell me directly. We'll keep this between me and you. Um, but I don't know what he was, um, 
thinking about it, what it could be, because he clearly has some idea of something it could be, but he held off on saying it. And then uh, his sister came in the room and told him, Sam, you got to look at this. She turned on the TV and it's the same white dude from the museum or the, um, I forget what it's called, that took the shield from Sam, not took the shield, but told him it was a good reason to give him the shield. He's doing a press conference and he's like, America needs a hero. America needs Captain America back. And I like to introduce you to the new Captain America for America. And... They brought this dude out. This is a U.S. Patriot. I mean, U.S. Soldier. I think it's U.S. Soldier. I think so. He's got this weird. He's, he's weird. He's a, the mask made his ears look real big and his nose look big. So it wasn't a, it wasn't the best looking mask. His costume is kind of cap, but slightly different in the front. And of course, my man has a shield. And Sam is looking like so. One of my guys, because I talked to him before I did the podcast, uh, after I watched the episode, he said he felt that Sam was upset that they gave the shield to somebody that wasn't Captain America, that that gave the shield to, um, oh, I forgot uh, Cap's name. What is Captain America's name? Um, huh. I know Chris Evans is the actor, but what is Captain America's name? Dang, I don't know Captain America's name. Wow, this just blew my head off. Uh, but he feels like he was mad that they gave it to somebody else and not Cap. I think it was he was upset that they let somebody else, they gave the shield to somebody else instead of him. I think that's what it is. Let me know what you guys feel, how you guys feel. And that's how we end the episode. Ooh, this is going to be a good series. I am on board for this. It's looking real good. I'm liking it. Um, there was something else that happened I forgot to say after the episode. Uh, I can't remember. But, yeah, looks good. I didn't see the trailer for next week's. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do those, per se. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do those. Uh, but this also came out the same week as Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, uh <laughs> Compared to the two things I watched on TV, one was really good. One was, eh, meh. But that's a whole nother story. But yeah, that's my reaction review of Falcon Winter Soldier Episode 1, New World Order. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me down in the comments or hit me up at Black Cool on Instagram or Twitter or hit me up at Black Cool Podcast at Gmail. I forgot, I forgot it for a second. But thank you guys for listening. Check back next week. I'm going to try to put these out on Friday. But we'll see what time it is. I'm, I got I got family and got to work. So that happens sometimes. But uh, thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you in the next one.